Spring, 1148. The world is big and mice are small. All sorts of animals make their homes in the territories, but only the mice bend the territories to meet their needs. Ingenuity, invention, science, and lore are greater weapons in the wilderness than any sword or axe. In this mission, our North Patrol will need all of the above. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play Mouse Guard uh, uh, from Six Feet Under. How's everybody doing today? Fantastic. All right. My name's Grant. I will be your GM today, and uh, this session is going to take us back to what we're calling North Patrol. Uh, that means we have Gnome as Marks. Hello. We have Drackel as Tander. Hello. And Riley as Francesca. Francesca? We're, we're still not entirely <laughs> clear, are we? No, nope. I'm leaning towards the eye, so. Okay, cool, Francisco. cool. Francisca. Francisca. And uh, every Mouse Guard session, uh, at least if we're doing it properly, starts with a prologue. Would any of you like to volunteer to do the prologue? Not me, because I forget everything we've done in the past <laughs> oh. two months. Last session was all about you. I was going to volunteer you, but okay, I'll do it. Oh, well, um, <laughs> actually, it might be more entertaining, so let me try. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, so last session, we went to town, and Marks forgot where the ocean is. Yep, okay, so far so good. <laughs> uh, Francisca took a nap in the middle of the street. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. We went to Applebee's. I got an extra breakfast. That did happen, yeah. <laughs> we got on a boat, and then we got off the boat, and then we met my parents, and nothing of interest happened at my parents' place. Except you were sick. <laughs> I like that Tander forgot the mission, but remembered everything important to Tander. Yeah, yeah. Just, just one quick question. Why did you go to Port <laughs> Sumac and all those points in between? We're just on last vacation. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're taking uh, our spring break in Port Sumac. It's very fun. Uh, but apparently there's crabs. Uh, a, a crab problem at some place that I don't remember, so we're going to fight some crabs. <laughs> Alright, so you remember the cliffhanger, but again, the actual <laughs> mission. <sighs> uh, we had to... Oh, yeah, we were we were dropping uh, off a some librarian thing. No! <laughs> four conversations about your cartographer boss with her. <laughs> oh, cartographer. Okay, yeah. Yes. There yes. you go. Kiara. She, Kiara the cartographer. She was an older student of the same cartographer you, you yeah. uh, had time studying with. <laughs> Which means Tailspin has taught at least three mouse in canon. Yeah. He's the most prominent <laughs> side character in the comic, despite having made him up completely on the fly. I mean, it Welcome it did to... come up a lot that the cartography industry is very tight-knit. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you, you, uh, Kiara, the cartographer, is, is now the first person to successfully charted Wild Seed, the, the town you helped uh, in its founding in your first mission. I completely forgot her name. Also. Okay. But I wonder if I didn't write prologue. it down. It's fine. Since you did the prologue, you get a thing. Uh, yeah. You can either uh, restore a point of tax nature or clear a condition. You have no conditions, but you do have the other thing. Good, untax that nature then. Alright. Yeah. Redistribute that nature wealth. Which restores its rating back to its full value, or does it just give one yeah. back? 
Well, uh, same same thing in Tander's case, but yeah, I, I believe it just restores a single point. Okay, so that's good to know. So I don't just like tax my nature two times this session and then prologue next time to get it back to full because that would be silly in a good so way. My nature be will silly. be at one now. Your, your nature goes back to its original setting. You tax it once and then restored. I don't that. know what my original setting. Is. Well, it, there's three. there's a slash, right? Shouldn't it be like two out of three or three out of four or something like that? Or now I think uh, I was at I started at two out of three, so I'm going to one out of three. You're going back to three out of three. Oh, three out of three. It's like hit points. <laughs> But yes, you also did remember the new mission. While you were recovering and, and gathering together again, the captain you hired, Thom, of the Tortola... Not my dad, the other one. The other Thom. It's a surprisingly common name. He, he rushed to find you because he had heard whispers on the wind that the uh, uh, Caligaro outpost has been covered in crabs. <gasps> Oh dear. Crabs. Francesca's just pinching the bridge of her nose right now. Just, ah, I hate my day, I hate this day. Your mission is to solve this problem one way or another, so now it is time to set goals. Marx's goal will be to uh, rescue any survivors. Like, it sounds like there's a crab siege, so let's get the people out of the siege. Because I don't think we can fight 500 crabs. Alright. I think Francisca's goal is going to be she will engage a crab should it come after an innocent mouse. Fight off crabs? Yeah. Alright, and Tander, what is your goal? My goal is to stylishly fight crabs. Okay. One of our mice is aiming to to save all who, who may be under the siege. One is to uh, fight a crab to protect those crab hostages? I don't know if that's the term we want to use. Uh, and, and one mouse is aiming to fight a crab and look dang good doing it. In yes? ascending order of selfishness. <laughs> I have an excuse to fight them, though. I mean, we all do. Right. You want revenge, which none of us know yet. But we'll get into soon. So, as Thom blurts this out, he's, he's standing on this maze of docks that is Lower Port Sumac in front of you with, with his paws on his knees. <sighs> I had to tell you, I had to tell you as soon as I could. Uh, I mean, you, you keep that outpost staff, don't you? It could be some of your own trapped in there. <sighs> I, I'd be glad to volunteer. I mean, I was just transporting cargo. Cargo can wait. Uh, this is important, ain't it? <sighs> You can come with me if you need a, if you need a ride. Sounds perfect. We're on our, we're on it. All right. So, uh, the his ship is being unloaded with the stuff he was transporting here in order to pick up a, a load for later down the the trade chain. And he immediately stands up and waves his arms and shouts. Uh, everybody drops their crates where they are. He finds somebody and pays them to make sure that what's already unloaded gets to where it needs to go and explain the rest. He, he's already bounding up the ramp, uh, re ready to uh, cast off again. That snow still hasn't gone away for sure, uh, but it's, it's, well, no, it has. It's freezing rain now. It, it's just uh, oh, a few degrees warmer, and it sucks. I'm going to ask for a health test from everyone to see how you uh, get by 
in, in these conditions while under the hard labor of sailing. This is obstacle three. Oof, that's rough. Oh, I did it anyway. I rolled a one, four, five, four, so three swords is three successes. Mm-hmm. I rolled four, two, one, three, three, two. That sounds like one success, which is not good. Oh, dear. You're going to get sick again. <laughs> we didn't let you rest enough. Oh, my mother warned you about this. <laughs> <laughs> and Francisca? Nope, one success. Instead of just getting sick like last time, just for variety's sake, instead, uh, a twist will happen. Y'all are fine, but the storm uh, attacked the ship far more than your, your own health. The mast is frozen, and while you were trying to take care of yourselves, the, the mast has broken. Oh, that's bad. That, that's very bad for a sailing ship. Boats need those. You would know, person with <laughs> boat crafter skills. Speaking of, I'm going to spring into action with my boat craft three. Uh, are you getting help from people? People with things like perhaps carpenter or laborer or uh, other related skills. I, I have laborer, so I will, I will help in whatever way you direct me to. Okay, how many dice am I rolling? Your boat crafter check plus one die. All right. Three, one, five, three. One so that's also one success. Huh. Oh. I mean, you could spend a persona to add more dice. I'm gonna do both of those. I mean, fate and persona. Can I do both of those to get two? You need to roll sixes to use fate. That's <laughs> why none of us. Uh, wait, we all have these fate oh. points we can't spend. All right. Well, can I spend a, a? What? Which one do I do to do a thing? Uh, you can spend one persona to add one die to your roll, or you can okay. spend one persona and tax nature to add your entire nature stat to the roll. What's the negative aspect of spending Persona? Uh, you have less Persona points to spend later. Okay. I'm going to do it now. They exist just to do this. I'm going to put my nature back where it was at the start to get three extra dice. And I've got uh, two successes. Okay. Wait, two from that or a... two more? Okay, so total oh, of three. That, nice. That's good. That's very good. All good right. job, Sander. You, you lost some time, but as... By the time day falls, the, the mast is standing up straight again. The, the sails are filled with the breeze, and you are back on track. Uh, congratulations! I get Tander a pat on the back. Good job. <sighs> mark a boat crafter success. Mark a boat crafter success. Also, uh, everybody mark either success or failure on that health test. Oh yeah. Six, success for marks, failure for the other two. Because yep, your your health can eventually increase. Alright, so as night falls, I, I believe Marx is uh, tying knots, uh, keeping the rigging taut and all that. Tander has been set on watch for rocks, birds, what, whatever else with his sharp young eyes. And I think Francesca and uh, Thom have a moment together as, as they, they're each taking their turn to, to rest over the night. So he, he's sitting there, he's uh, smoking a small pipe, but before he turns in to his bunk and uh, just mutters to himself, uh, not worrying whether you can hear or not, just don't understand entirely. Pardon? Hmm? Oh, no, sorry. I was just thinking about you, actually. Uh, excuse me for my rudeness. 
I think about myself quite a bit too. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I know how that goes. Uh, but yeah, uh, suppose uh, what I was thinking is that I understand why he's here. You know, help the weak, protect the innocent, uh, stand up for the little guy. I understand why why he's here. Says pointing up to uh, Tander in the watch the post. Actual, the actual little guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see a little bit of myself in him. I could tell from the hat. Uh, but you now, I can't really get a much of a read on you. You mean why I'm in the guard? Yeah, I suppose. Well, many years ago, my. One of my moms joined the guard. She was an aspiring Tenderpaw, much like Tander, actually. In fact, he kind of looks a little like her when she was young. And she was very ambition-driven. Bit of a great sword arm, one of the best. And then she met my other mom while she was uh, tending to the tavern in Lockhaven. And, well, one thing led to another, and I was born. And I was raised to many of those tales about my own mom, about all the fights she was in, the people she protected, the adventures she went on. And all I just wanted to do was go on those same adventures. So she took me under her wing, and, well, I guess I got here. Francisca just kind of motioned towards her axe. She unfortunately had to retire after another crab incident. One that I really want to prevent from happening to any other mice. Ah, ah, well, that is, uh, something, isn't it? So there's a little thing about Francisca's that she used to also be, like, with a sword. Mm hmm. And so I. She probably has that rivalry with Saxon as well. But following the crab incident, she ended up turning to the axe because she. She doesn't want to use the axe as an intimidation factor, but more just for the raw power. Because if she <laughs> has to use a weapon, she wants it to just strike hard. Something that could perhaps crack a shell. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. So does anyone else have anything they'd like to do um, before we land? I... not really. Okay. So then, we land. Tanda, do you see the land? Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> it's been right there the whole time. The lake isn't that big. <laughs> we were already docked. We go, hey guys, land. <laughs> can someone yes. point me to the land? I, I was more saying with like with the scale of all this, all I imagine we can always see the land. Like the the concept of an ocean that's all water would not be a thing we have. You've heard tales, and uh, if you spent more time in Port Sumac, you'd hear a lot of them. Okay. But uh, th this specific trip, no, I, I don't think uh, the land ever went over the horizon. Uh, you cross from one side of a, a bay to the other, basically. And now you see Caligaro itself rising above, and you do see, climbing on that outpost, there are... Let's see, how mean am I feeling? Okay, three crabs. That's not nearly as bad as I expected. All right. All right, that's one each. Uh, Tander, you'll be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. The thing about crabs is that they're basically spiders. And spiders aren't that scary when you know how they think. I mean, they're they're bigger than spiders, and they have 
ridiculous armor and they can, like, take a tail off with one sw- fell swoop, but they're basically spiders. Yeah, tail. <laughs> I mean, if you're lucky, just your tail. Very inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the thing about crabs, though, is crabs are really territorial, or spiders are really territorial. I don't know if this completely applies to crabs, but they're territorial, but they aren't aggressive. If you don't, you can go fairly close to them as long as you don't intrude on what they think is theirs, and they'll just let you watch them. Well, that might be a problem, because they might think that this outpost is part of their territory, so... Well, yes, I know, we're gonna have to deal with that, but we can get in close to Scout first, is what I'm getting at. Huh, it, good thinking. It should be safe. We don't. We shouldn't have to try too hard to hide. Uh, so, yep, the Caligaro outpost is two and a half or three story, depending on how you count it, uh, structure made of cobbled stones and with a uh, uh, thatched roof. It's weathered and beaten by uh, being on the, the northern shore of the territories. Uh, the, the hinges, none of them really line up properly on the doors and windows. Uh, but it is a place that the guard maintains to watch the weather, to watch the wildlife, and uh, to care for all the people who, uh, all the mice who make their living here on the northern shore. Of course, all of these architectural details, again, are hard to note because there are three crabs standing on it. One is completely blocking the door, one is crawling around the windows, and, and one has just sort of set up on top of it. It's almost a little creepy. I don't know if any of you have ever been posted here, or, you know, are roofers uh, by trade, but uh, that that one is definitely a, a dangerous perch, to be sure, from, from the, the look of this building. So, we have a, we have a picture here we'll probably post with this, but uh, I, I think the basic way to describe it is it looks like a lighthouse if a lighthouse was, like, in pieces, and each piece was only, like, three inches tall. And no light. Uh, <laughs> and no light. Yeah, there's also no light. That's that's the big thing. But the architecture of it reminds me of a lighthouse. Okay. Well, that's still bad, though. Mm-hmm. How big are these crabs? Like, are we talking the same size as us, twice the size of us? If a crab was standing up on its legs off the, the ground, you could walk underneath it. You'd have to duck a little bit. Okay. So they're a lot bigger than us. Got it. Yeah. All right, that's the part that's worrisome. That, that's the part that makes them more dangerous than a spider. I suppose it would, wouldn't it? I yeah. Suppose. Yeah. Because most spiders don't get bigger than mice. Like, the biggest spider we probably, I, we've probably ever seen in the territories is maybe half the size of Mark's. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. Well, I guess my question is, what is the plan? Is, is the plan to battle these crabs? Is the plan to lure them away is the plan to see if there's something else that, that might stand a better chance of uh, eating them. Well, they're not actively chasing anyone. I think our first priority to see is we can drive them away. Yeah. I'd like to scout out the area first before we do anything. See what's around. Okay. Because it doesn't look like they're actively pushing in. They're just kind of resting there. Like, they're patrolling. They look dangerous, but it doesn't look like there's like an active combat or anything right now. We have a little time. And I mean, scouting might tell us if we actually have a little time or not. <laughs> Alright, give me a scout check and let me know which of your friends are helping you, if any. Yeah. And other bonuses besides. Uh, I have two scouts, so I'll help. Alright, I am. That'll give me four dice as me and Francisco scouted out. Tanner, are you gonna watch the boat or come with? Should I, should I watch the boat? Is it in danger? 
No, I'm giving you an excuse if you don't want to. <laughs> no, I'll scout. Do you have a scout skill or some other skills? Yes, okay, I have cool. scout too. Alright, if we're all working together, I get five dice. Mm-hmm. Alright. One of them fell off the table. <laughs> Alright, I got a six, a five, and three ones. Two successes. Two successes mm. is pretty good. Although I'm noticing I have a six, so maybe I should spend a fate point while I have the opportunity to even do that. I have four of them, so I will. I suppose yeah. there's no reason not to. Alright, that gave me a five, so we have three successes total. Hey, nice. alright. You found just what you're looking for, a pair of raccoons okay. that are washing their hands by a stream. Next to them are some empty crab shells. Pretty good. Alright, the other thing I wanted to know why we were scouting around, though, because I wanted to get a little close to him, is like, are there signs of blood or battle or anything? Were other mouse injured already by this, or...? Uh, on the uh, beach you cross to get inland to look around, uh, it is covered in footprints. Well, leg prints? Crabs don't have feet. But... <laughs> Covered in crab prints everywhere. It, it seems like uh, these three are what's left of, of uh, a much larger group. So like maybe a migration and these ones got distracted. Yeah. Okay. Alright, luring raccoons seems a solid plan, but I imagine that we're pretty tasty also. That is the risk, isn't it? Yeah. Do raccoons eat mice? That's a good question. I mean, probably if given the chance. If they're carnivores, then yeah, they probably would. These solitary prowlers eat anything, including mice. Ah, oh, that makes sense, yeah. Oh, there we go. A mouse town is a dream come true for these creatures. I think the raccoons might even be worse, because they're probably smart enough to open the doors. They do have weird little hands. And, like, open the doors and windows and reach inside. Do we bring the greater danger in an attempt to scare this away? Well, let's look at the opposite way. What if we get the crabs over to the raccoons? Oh, that would probably be a way smarter way to go about it, but that... Luring them away is a good plan in general. I don't know what we'd use for that. Well, okay. No, I do. Wear the bait. Well, I was going to suggest not luring, but maybe scaring them away from the opposite direction. Hmm. Well, it's daytime, so bright lights won't work. That, that works on spiders usually, what about... We're trying to scare the raccoons away, right? Uh, either We're trying to either scare the crabs towards the raccoons, or... We don't want to bring the raccoons to this place, because they'd probably wreck it way better than the crabs are. Yeah. But, my, but it seems likely that the raccoons are the reason the crabs are here. Because they're being... They chased them out of the river. I mean, pop, I, I don't see how a raccoon would get a crab out of the river. I think the crabs are just here to begin with. Crabs sort of love the beach. Yeah. That's, that's a thing about crabs. Well, I guess it's true. If the crabs are here, it makes it more likely that the raccoons are going to come here eventually. That's also possible, which is also something we do not want. Yes, we should... Okay, so what? Can we get rid of crabs? Well, I think something we could do is we could go bop one with an axe and then run. If we run towards the raccoons, we could probably get the raccoons to eat them as long as we can hide quickly enough. That's true. And I'm sure they would pick a crab over a mouse because it's much more filling. Yeah, they're a lot bigger than us, and 
they seem to have handled those other crabs pretty easy. Wait, wait, wait. I have a crazy idea. Oh dear. Oh boy. So, there's a bunch of crab shells over by the raccoons, right? Oh, I think I see where this is going. We could approach the crabs inside a shell for protection. Or even take one of their pincers to try to attack them with their own weapons. If we can find an attack pincer, that's probably asking a lot. But that means having to go around the... You said the shells were around the raccoons, right? Yeah, we'd have to be sneaky to get them. This might work. I'm not sure how a... How would we use the pincer then to attack? I don't know, an axe might be better, but the important thing is the shell cover. Having a big mobile shield could, uh, work as a... I don't know. I just had this idea, I haven't thought it through. The only other thing is that if we do try to drive them away, we probably need something like slings or something. I unfortunately we didn't bring any. I mean, we can just throw rocks. You can throw rocks, yes. You have this capability. Yeah, that is a skill we have by virtue of having arms. Well, I suppose if it's as strong as Francisca is, it would be like a sling if she just throws it. I mean, they're armored anyway. A sling probably wouldn't hurt a crab either way. But it gets attention at least. Yeah, which is our goal, so that's that's enough. Unless you hit it right in the eyes. Their eyes are real small. You could try, but... Yeah, but there's a lot of eyes to choose from. Oh, wait, nope, that's that's spiders. That's another <laughs> yeah, reference. That's also spiders, yes. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> They're not literally water spiders. Marks, I'm starting to suspect that these might not be spiders. <laughs> no, no, they are not. The still rocks and crabs. They act like spiders if spiders didn't have to be afraid of anything. All right, uh, I guess that's the plan, then. We'll get a shell, we'll get some rocks... We'll hide under the shell and use it as cover to approach the crabs. We will attack the crabs with rocks. They will chase us and get angry, and we will run towards the raccoons and hope for the best. I'm sorry, were you suggesting we disguise ourselves as another crab? Uh, roughly, yeah. Can we grab the dead crab's pincers also? Just yeah, that's what Marx is suggesting. I, I mean, I mostly just want the top shell piece. This is a silly plan that will definitely fall apart. This is fun. I'm just trying to figure out what skill is best to ask for here. For disguising as a crab and trying to lure them away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say culinary. Well, I mean, because we're being imitation crab. <laughs> no, I'm not going to oh. cook it. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I mean, first we're going to need some kind of stealth check to get the crab pieces from the from near the raccoons. I think hunter might be the best check to to get there. Hunter, I don't have that. Hunter is used for sneaking up on creatures. Yeah, I have I have rank three hunter. I can do hunter. I have a hunter skill three too. So yeah, you you're on your own, folks. Alright, so yeah, this is going to be a hunter check to get your disguise materials. Yes. And then I want to say survivalist to make the disguise, and then lore mouse. I th yeah, lore mouse or scientist to actually do the distraction, I think. Which I don't know if any of us have, so this will go great. Nope. Lore? Lore? I have, I have lore. Oh, cool. Fantastic. Only two, but... Hey, more than any of us. I mean, I'd have two if I tried to learn it, but... Alright, so yeah, let's start with, uh, who's taking the lead on this hunter check? It sounds like Mark's. It's, it sounds like my idea, so I should probably do the first step. Yes. Alright. I have three dice for this. Um, I don't know if driven or generous help. 
Driven almost feels like it might be a downside if I'm like too focused on the crabs. I might not, the crab shells, I might not pay too enough attention to the raccoons. Yeah, so if you want to use that against you. But I don't want to fail this. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I mean, if this is an opposed nature check anyway, I can roll first, and then if I fail, instead of trying to go for success, I can take a check to let them win. Yeah, let me just check on the... Uh... That was one of the tiebreaker rules, is you can you can use a trait to lose the tie. Is anyone helping me, though? Yeah, I'm helping you with my hunter as well. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you could scout. You could keep watch and warn us if the crab, if I'm the raccoons watch. are coming. Because I know you have the scout skill, so that can help also. Yeah, I'm keeping watch. All right, then that gives us five dice. Hmm. Me and Francisca are trying to retrieve them, and Tander will let us know if the raccoons look over this way. This isn't a post check against raccoon nature, which is probably a large number. Raccoons are smart creatures. They live in nature. Well, most things bigger than us have a better nature score than us. One, three, four, five, six. So, three successes and a chance for fate points. And that wins. Oh, fantastic. The raccoon might have a high stat, but it had poor luck. Uh, <laughs> that sounds about right. So yeah, Mar- Marx knows the ways of predators. Sometimes you have to be one yourself in the wilderness. So he, he makes sure you stay upwind. He, he makes sure you only move when the, the wind is already disturbing the undergrowth to, to cover your uh, the, the sound while Francisca is there following along and uh, aiding herself all under the watchful eye of Tander up in a tree. And with the two of us once we get it we can hightail it out pretty quick. It's not too pretty heavy. Pretty quick yes. So oh yeah you're stealing one shell uh, one big shell for all of us to hide under that makes sense. You have successfully stolen it. All right. All right. Step one of this silly plan is underway. Now, what did I say to uh, invent this tool? Survivalist? That's what I said. Yeah. Yep, survivalist. Somebody other than Marks take this one. I have a three in survivalist. I have no survivalist. All right. Cool, cool. Uh, some helps for this are hunter, weather watcher, any other sort of crafting skill. Uh, Recipe-wise, maybe? Uh, no, spider-wise. There we go. We gotta make this look like a spider. <laughs> Obviously. <No. laughs> I mean, Obviously. it's just a big spider with armor. That is, that is Mark's prevailing opinion on crabs. Mm-hmm. I have weather watching. Okay, this'll be good, then. So you're uh, crafting this with two helps. I got four, one, four, four, three. So that's three successes? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's an obstacle three test to, to make this work. So, what what did you do to it? I think we gathered some bent sticks for legs to, like, tie to the sides. Those dragging along and not moving. Yeah, they'll just drag along in the sand, but they, they look vaguely like, spy, uh, like crab legs. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything to make a face? Yeah, Francisco, what did we do for the face? Hmm. Probably found some, uh, berries or something, because they have, like, beady eyes, right? Yes, the beadiest. We could have seeds yeah. for eyes, even. Ooh. How about pincers? Yeah, Tander, what do we do for pincers? We found some especially sharp-looking sticks and rocks and cut them together into pincer shapes. 
Alright, so we basically made, like, a spear tank. Yes. Cool. You basically did, yes. And if a fight does happen, I will let you use the spear tank as a spear tank. Fantastic. Oh boy. So, this is a multitasker. This is Alton Brown's uh, favorite kind of crab. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Favorite kind of imitation crab, at least. (laughs) Normally those are frowned upon. Yeah. Alright, so with our imitation crab, now we have to pretend to be a crab to approach safely. Yeah. Just so, um, I, I hope both of you, Marks and uh, Francisca, t- noted your successes in those tests yes. for advancement. Yep. And now, out of fairness sake, I think it's Tander's turn to do the actual impersonation. I have Persuader too. Do you have Deceiver? Can I pers- no. Because Deceiver would be pretty good right now. Do you have Loremouse? No. How is your... Uh, now you can always... Oh, your nature's not that good. That's not a very um, enticing option right now. No, it isn't. Especially since it's acting against mouse nature. How's your will to, to use beginner's luck rule and start becoming a lore mouse? Oh, uh, two. Yeah. <sighs> Tender paws aren't that bright. Well, aren't that experienced, I should say. That's more what Will's about. Just point me in the direction of bad guys and I will cut them, <laughs> but I, don't, I can't do much else. Alright, well let's get ready to fail a roll. Yeah. <sighs> well, which roll am I doing? Um, you could try learning one of those things we said, or just roll flat Will. What, what do I get for rolling something I don't have? Uh, well, we, we look to beginner's luck, which we used a few times, but... I understand it's been a while. Yes, because either Persuader or Will are both two. If you do not have appropriate skill, you use either Will or Health in place of Nature. Total up all dice you get for the check, but make the test using half of that number of dice rounded up. If the skill is Physical, use Health. If the skill is Mental or Social, use Will. It would get you on the way to learning Lore Mouse. So this would be rolling one dice. All right. Um, I'm going to be helping with Spider-Wise. Marks is going to try and work the legs to make them look like they're actually moving. Okay. And you can always add traits into this. What what are your traits, Tander? Tough, bold, and foolish. I think bold or foolish (laughs) are both really good for this. (laughs) So if you want to tap them both, I think you're allowed to tap more than one on a thing. Then that would bring you up to four dice already. Yeah. I mean, you can only use each once per session, so I think you can just tap them both. Could I could I tap all three of them? Uh, what was the first? Tough, bold, tough. and foolish. I don't know if tough helps. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I would save tough anyway. For yeah, later. you probably want it for all the right. fight. But I can use t- bold but, and foolish. Yes, absolutely. This is so both that takes of those me up things. to four. That takes me from one to four three dice. plus marks is four. Okay. And I can. I have lore. I have hunter. All right. So if you're doing lore, you could be teaching him lore. Five. Okay, so it sounds like uh, you're rolling five dice on this thing that you thought you were rolling one die for. How about that? Teamwork, huh? And that's how you you learn things like Loremouse. I have bad news for everybody, though. I rolled one success. Oh. Was it a six, though? No. Dang. (laughs) Double crap. Well, that's fine. This plan was probably going to fail at this step anyway. (laughs) Okay, so here's how this goes. How's it going, young crabs? Crabby day, isn't it? <laughs> you you uh, stole this shell. 
you crafted probably the best disguise you could have possibly made out of it. And then Tander says, I've got this. <laughs> Boldly and foolishly. Hold my mead. I've got this. You're not old enough to be drinking mead. So uh, in, in the front, Tander is, is working the mouth parts and, and sort of whispering. Scuttle, scuttle, scuttle. Yeah, in an imitation of, of crab noises, while uh, Francisca is whispering things into his ear that, that she knows about crabs. And uh, in the rear, Marks is just working those legs like a trooper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> work, work those glutes. I, I imagine it's like, sort of, there's like a like an axle connecting all the legs, and then I can move it, like, I move forward with the right arm, and the legs go, the right legs go forward as the left legs go backwards. <laughs> And then I go the other way, the, the uh, like switch. This is a Victorian flying machine you've got in here. It kinda, except they do nothing, because Victorian flying <laughs> machines also did nothing. So, what are you trying to say, Tander? I, I think it's clear that the message isn't getting through, but in character, you don't know that yet. We're still in the middle of this scene. Well, I, mean, I don't know what language crabs speak. <laughs> Francisca's trying to say, they don't speak! They don't speak! <laughs> and you're just making, like, the noises that they've been making, so a bunch of clitters, a bunch of ticks, a bunch of clicky noises. Well, and just whatever that was. Uh, what does the crab do? Can I, do I control the pincers? Well, what a crab does is probably look over at us and immediately notice we're not a crab. So yeah, uh, you, you get the attention of all three. Their, their eyes swivel back and forth to one another and at themselves in the weird way that crab eyes do and their their mouth parts shuffle and then uh, one reaches out and tries to snip at the shell and lift it up. I think we're in conflict now. I think we are. That's what I think just happened. Hey there, Feats Aficionados. Gnome here, just checking in real quick. You may have noticed that this episode was a little shorter than our usual ones. As it turns out, editing two to three hours of raw audio is a lot to do every week, especially when we have Thylacinus scoring each episode personally, so from here on out, each session will be cut in half and released in two parts. I'm mostly doing this throughout my own personal burnout from the project, Editing has been grueling to keep up with so far, and I'd like to make regular releases a priority. Of course, the biggest casualty of this new editing change is that you'll have to wait an entire month to see who made the giant enemy crab joke. It was Riley. Riley makes the crab joke. Next time on North Episode 4. Thank you to those who believe me and Grant were too pure to make such a joke. Your faith is misplaced, but we appreciate it all the same. So in two weeks... We'll be back to the South Patrol. Uh, but don't you worry, folks. We'll have something exciting up for you next week, too, so look out for that. And I think that's everything I need to say, so good night, folks.